everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS power to buggies on stickies. This is the Total Off-Road Podcast. I'm Steve, and I'm your only host in the room and on the podcast right now. As far as episode number goes, I think this is going to be episode 147. We're going to call it that. So campfire discussion uh, was basically 146, but I've not listened to it yet, and I don't know if it's going to be uh, podcast main worthy. We'll find out. If it's not, then this will be 146, and I'll be all sorts of off. Uh, so you'll just have to look at the show notes and see which episode this really is. But what I'm going to do with this episode is I'm going to fill you guys on in on what has happened in the last week or so and what happened this last weekend. We went to Dubuque, Iowa for the complete off-road experience or Cater Note. And I would call it a success. Now we're going to call a few people as guests and see if it really is a success or was a success in their eyes. Or if there's some things that we can change and make it better for maybe next year. Last week, before we went on the or on the uh, the adventure, as it is, uh, I had to get Loki all set up to go. So I'm going to fill you guys in on that. Everything I just had to button up a few things. So I put the track bar mount on, and I had to lengthen the track bar because the mount uh, goes away from the frame towards the driver's side tire further, so it goes outside of the frame further. So I added, I think it was about three inches to the track bar. I put the new redhead steering gear in it, and it is supposedly four turns lock to lock. And I don't know if that's actually true, but uh, I'm not getting four turns on my steering wheel anyway. But uh, what I did find out is that the way I have the tire, the drag link set up is that it would max out the box to the left before the actual axle itself maxed out to the left so the ram would actually push on the steering and actually uh, try to push on the box itself to oversteer it once we realized that I, I figured that i needed to adjust some stuff and what i had to do was i had to take out an inch uh, about i took out an inch and three quarter uh of the drag link because it was too long i had no adjustment left in the heim joints so i cut that in half sleeved it welded it back together uh, same thing I did with the track bar and this time I took it out. So after I got all that done, I was able to get some, a few turns of adjustability and we were able to lock out the axle to both sides, left and right, and not overextend the box. So the box would not max out before the axle. So once the axle hit full lock, I still had about a eighth of a turn or so in the steering box. The... Summit joints are in and tight. They're fantastic. Um, and everything was pretty much good. So Joel and I jumped in it Wednesday and took off to lunch. Uh, just give us, give us some road miles on it. You know, I finally got it all wrapped up. Uh, got a new steering wheel in it, put the NRG uh, standard, uh, 13 and a half inch steering wheel in it with the, I think it's a 170H adapter that goes on there. Steering wheel mount adapter. And that went in flawless, super easy install. Got it all set up. We took off, headed on into lunch. And on the way into lunch, we heard something that sounded like kind of like a belt squeal. I was like, what's that? And he's like, I don't know. But we didn't hear it till we were almost to the restaurant. So we got there, ate our lunch, took off, cruised through town, went and got some uh, bolts at a local hardware place and a couple things checked out at that. And then on our way back to the shop, we were cruising through town about 35, 40 mile an hour. 
And that noise came back. I'm like, dude, what is that noise? He's like, man, it sounds like a pinion bearing or something. I'm like, shit. So we pull off the road, check it out. The rear end is hot. Like the, the pinion support feels like it's pretty warm, probably 130 degrees, 120, 130 degrees. So I'm like, okay, it's a little warm for today and no more that we've driven. So we jump back in, limp it back to the shop, get it in here, pull it in the garage and throw it up on jack stands in the rear. Um, to try to re um, emulate or like to mimic that sound, recreate that sound again to see if that is the issue. So I throw it up on jack stand, take off uh, or like, you know, let it start rolling. I take it up to about 55 miles an hour on jack stands, uh, which was actually pretty smooth considering, but uh, took it up about 55 and lo and behold, the sound came back and Joel was like, it's not in the rear end. It's in the transfer case is where it sounded like it's coming from. So we checked the transfer case. Transfer case is blistering hot. Now, it's attached to the transmission and it's a giant heat sink. So it's like, maybe that's part of it. I don't know. But uh, the sound was definitely coming from there. And so we threw the front axle up on jack stands, put it in a four wheel drive, locked the hubs in or no, I unlocked the hubs actually. So I just let the axle itself uh, free spin without the front tire spinning and gave it another go in four high uh, up to 55. And the sound came back or no, I take that back. The sound I don't believe the sound came back in four-wheel drive. Once we got it engaged in four-wheel drive, I don't believe the sound came back. Um, and then I put it back in two-wheel drive, and I couldn't get the sound to come back either. So I don't know exactly what it was. It sounded like a belt squeal, so it was a bearing that was apparently dry. I don't know what I did to the pump, uh, or not to the pump, but I did to the transfer case. I'm assuming that I messed the pump up, something along those lines. Um I haven't pulled it apart yet to find out, but what I did do was drain about six ounces of fluid out of it. And it was very metallic, very shimmery. Uh, we checked that with a magnet, a rare earth magnet inside of like a, a Ziploc bag. And there was no magnetic material. So whatever is glisten, like whatever's glimmering in there is all aluminum, which is very interesting because I think the only moving parts in there that touch aluminum are the pump and the chain, if it was touching something on the case, which it shouldn't be, but haven't pulled it apart yet. So I can't say anything there. The fix for that, I called Chris and kind of got his, I got his thoughts and I was going to pull it apart Thursday morning and take a look at it. I talked to Chris and he's like, dude, just throw it on a trailer, get it here and we'll play with it here at the shop. Okay. Sounds good. Threw it on the trailer Thursday, uh, loaded up. Brendan Hafner came over and picked me up. So Jeremy Wilson was riding with him along with Tom Callahan and we took off in Brendan's uh, dually, his Ram dually that he's got along with his uh, what's Tom's 40 foot trailer. And they threw a camper on top of it to kind of make it out of a toter out of it. So it's pretty awesome. Threw both rigs up on that Brendan's XJ and mine. And we took off for Iowa trip to Iowa was pretty much seamless. Cruised on over there, uh, got dinner that night at the Mexican restaurant. It was excellent. The next morning got up. Hey, what do you want to do with this transfer case? And I kind of got Rich's opinion and he's like, for the trail, he's like, you know, I told him what it was doing. You know, it was only making noise at high speeds. And he's like, for trail riding, um, maybe just add some extra fluid to it. And, uh, you know, if you don't care, and I was like, sounds like a plan to me. So <laughs> backed it up onto Trevor Torrens trailer uh, so I could have the back end of the Jeep up in the air. And we funneled in two extra quarts into the transfer case. So it has fluid. Lots of fluid and it made zero noise over the weekend, which I didn't anticipate to make any noise because it really didn't make any noise at low speeds uh, prior to that. So I am probably still going to pull it apart and see if I can 
see anything wrong and I may change the pump out. If, if I don't see anything else that shows a problem, I may change the pump out for the pump that came out of the 231D that I got from the junkyard for the wide chain kit. I'll throw it in and run it again and see if it, if, if that fixes it or whatever, but kind of don't know, have a real solution yet, but I do want to check all the bearings inside and make sure that whatever that squealing noise was, uh, didn't burn up a bearing or anything like that. Other than that, it doesn't make any noise and the Jeep did well. Um, had one minor hiccup, <laughs> uh, sort of minor hiccup. And we fixed that, uh, Saturday morning. I heard a, no- I had a noise coming from it and this has been a noise that I've had for a little while. Uh, and I didn't know what it was. The last time I took it out, I heard it. And then when I got it out of the garage prior to the steering box, like so prior to the last run, uh, when I put the forties back on, I heard this noise. It was like a pop noise, like a little pop in the, you could see the axle, the front axle shake, just a shimmy, just, just a, just a little, like if you had the brakes on, if you hit the brakes and loaded the axle, it would pop. And then if you had it in four wheel drive and tried to climb up something, you'd hear it pop again. So it's going back and forth. I thought it was the links on the long arm, but it was not. Um, I replaced those with summit joints and the noise was still there. Come to find out the bolts. So when we put the frame stiffeners on the Rusty's crossmember has like frame pieces that go along the frame and, and bolt through the frame and then also hold the crossmember in place. Well, we lost those because they can't go back on because now the frame's too wide. Well, the unibody is air quotes. Unibody is too wide. And so all that's holding the crossmember there is the factory two bolts. Well, I may have ugga dug of them or I may have just tightened them, but I didn't actually put a torque wrench on them and they were maybe 30 foot pounds. And the ones on the passenger side were one nut was about four thread, three or four threads from being non-existent. And the other one was unscrewed about a quarter, maybe a quarter of an inch, eighth of an inch, something like that. So that loosened up and they were trying to drop the cross member, which holds all of the front suspension and the transmission. So it was going to be a really cool day. Um, <laughs> the entire Jeep would have just folded in half. So, uh, rolled that into the shop, uh, into Rich's garage there on his property and uh, tightened all those up there. I think they're like three eighths bolts that we put in there. Cause we redid it when we put rust, the rusty's kit in cause we broke off the factory bolts. And I think I put three eighths bolts in there and then I welded those to a piece of piece of eighth inch plate, uh, inside the unibody itself. I cut a little window, dropped the plate in and then put the window back in and, or put the metal back in and stitched it up. That was back when I did the kit back in 2008. Um, so I went ahead and torqued those to 80 foot pounds. I was like, I'll just torque them up to 80 foot pounds, which should be about spec for that size bolt. And then, uh, rich did some grinding, uh, to clean up the stiffeners and clean up the edge of the cross member. And then we threw uh, one inch. I, I went ahead and welded one inch stitches on each side of, um, on the front and back of the cross member on both sides. So that fix that, that noise is gone and it's super tight. That thing has never been, I don't know that that lift kit has ever been that tight ever since I've owned it. Uh, so everything felt super good and everything went off with that hitch. I didn't break anything that I know of. I did pull a bolt out of the factory rear shackle hanger in the, uh, the fact the shackle box in the back of the Jeep, it finally rusted away enough that it pulled the, the bolt head, it pulled the nut basically out of the, would be the uh, interior side of it. So that looks like that's been happening for a while. I'm going to cut those boxes out, probably unbolt it, take the shackles out of the way 
cut those boxes out, put brand new boxes in and do a different something or other there to, to make that. So it's sturdy again. And lastly, um, I think that's about it really. So that's everything went well. We loaded things back up and, and were able to head home without a hitch. Everything went perfect. So uh, on my end with my Jeep, there are some other things, but I will let those people tell those stories. So we're going to call a few people here. I don't know if they're going to answer, but we're going to call them. I'm going to try. I'm going to call complete off road to the shop and see who answers. Cause anyone that answers at the shop will have been there. Uh, rich, rich was there. Chris was there. Sam was there and Terry was there. So if anyone answers the phone at complete off road, we'll get to talk to them. And then I think that Brendan and Tom are on the road heading for the upper peninsula to do some work. And we're going to check in to see if they're still in the truck and maybe chat them up and see about the weekend. I'm going to ask them a handful of questions, just kind of how the weekend went and if they thought it was good or not. And then we will uh, go from there. I have to talk about this. This is an add in um, to the conversation here. Uh, let me find I'm a pull up real quick. So what is going on is they're trying to shut down uh, Moab parts of Moab. Where in the world is that conversation at? They're trying to shut it down and you need to go to this um, blue ribbon coalition. Uh, don't let BLM close 437 miles of the most popular trails on earth in Moab labyrinth rim uh, labyrinth rims. So please, please, please go check out this and go sign this petition. Um, I will put the link to this in the show notes. Um, it's a really long link, so I can't really tell you on here. It's like that entire, let me see if I can get a short link. I don't know that I will get one. Um, sharetrails.org slash don't. And then it goes on to like, don't let the BLM blah, blah, blah. Um, so it's on sharetrails.org but it is a blue ribbon coalition is got a petition to try to keep them from shutting that down. We're going to lose a lot of BLM uh, out there or a BLM land for the public to use motorized vehicles. It sounds like check it out. I will put the link to that in the show notes and it has to be signed by, I believe October 8th, which is this coming Saturday. Um, so make sure you check that out. I will add this in somewhere in the podcast. So yeah, you guys go do that. So hopefully this isn't too much rambling. 13 minutes of listening to me talk straight. Uh, hopefully it isn't too circle-ish, but let's give complete off-road a call. Here we go. Who's going to answer? Is it Chris? Is it Rich? Is it nobody? It's not looking good for the home team. Thank you for calling Seven Springs Customs. Thank you for calling Complete Off Road and Seven Springs Customs. <laughs> Our normal business hours are 7 a.m. Okay. to 5 p.m. So we're going to call them back. Standard time. All right. We're not leaving them in a voicemail. We will call Brendan. I will shoot Chris a text. And see if um, he's available. And we'll call Brendan. Let me, we'll just call Brendan first and then I'll shoot him a text while we're getting things kicked off there. Let's see if Brendan answers. It's during work hours, so it's 440 on a Monday. And where's Brendan? 
number. It's hiding it from me. I can't find it. Okay, here we go. So call up him. See if he answers. This is all live, so I'm not going to edit any of this stuff here. What's up, Aaron? Good, brother. Hey, I'm recording the podcast, <laughs> and I'm calling you if you got a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, what's going on? I'm just up here in the UP right now. Did you guys make it up there? a bunch of baloney. Oh, yeah, we made it, buddy, but it, uh, we've, we've opened, we've walked into a uh, shit show. Oh, you think you're going to be home by Thursday? Uh, I don't even know if we'll be here at all now. Oh, it's that bad? Oh, it, this is Oof-da. real bad. Oof-da. Well, we're talking yeah, about... We left it. Huh? Uh, go ahead. We left at 5 o'clock this morning. So. You guys made it up there already? Yeah, I, I got up at 3. Shoo. Left the house a little before that. So Hauling ass. Yeah. So, uh, What's up, man? Um, calling around to uh, get your take on the weekend. Now, you've got a story to tell, uh, obviously. They don't know that yet. The listeners, yeah. the listeners don't know about that story yet, but... Um, I filled them out in on everything else as far as getting to the event and how my my time at the event went with Loki and all of my stuff that I had going on. Uh, and then now we're going to ask you, I'm going to ask you a couple questions first. What was your favorite part of the event? Um, actually, just kind of really getting to meet everybody that uh, we've been in the, you know, the group chat and a lot of the patrons for so long. Right. Um, a lot of people that I haven't met, but like the crawler guys, I bought stuff from and bought stuff from Rich and Chris. And I've I've never actually got to meet to them or really talk to them, so that was kind of actually nice to you know see it see them in person for once. I didn't even think about that when we got there. I didn't introduce anybody. I was just like, yep, okay, everybody knows everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so much chitter chatter going on all the yeah. time. You know, you just kind of whatever. Right. You kind of know who they are. Um. Right on. Yeah, that was that was definitely a highlight is getting to see everybody. Um, you just don't get to see him very often. I think it's been like, well, I saw Rich, not that or not. Rich, I saw uh, the crawler guys, uh, DJ and Rick, not that long ago. Um, but yeah, it's definitely always good to hang out with those with everybody and see them. Uh, do you th- I mean, even as far as like Mike goes, I mean, I haven't seen Mike <laughs> since Moonlight. So, and, and he's, yeah. he was 30 minutes from me. So, right. And that's, uh, and that was, uh, going on a year ago. It was 11 months ago. So yeah. Yeah. Isn't it wild? Um, it's very wild. Time just flies when you're working. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the event was a success? Um, I think it was beyond a success. Honestly, I think it probably, ex- uh, exceeded everybody's expectations by far. Right on. Um, and I think a lot of that would have to do with when everybody said Iowa, we all were kind of on the <laughs> same page, like what in the world is in Iowa? So, um, yeah, it, it definitely caught off everybody off guard, not only just from the wheeling aspect of it, but just the straight scenery that the you scenery. got with it oh the scenery because it was definitely it was definitely beautiful by far that's for sure um so do you think there's anything that we could change next year if we have this event again if you could change one thing what would it be um if i could change one thing uh-huh. um i don't know man really there was there was a lot of rigs um for as you know, what was going on right. but 
I mean, it, it worked out really well. It did. Um, but maybe split into two it, groups. It, yeah, it's split into two groups. But yeah. the problem is, is when you split into two groups, then everybody doesn't get to see everything or right. what's going on with the other group. And if you don't have the media or people covering it, right? You know, it's it, it's it goes unseen. And as you know from this weekend, if if somebody wouldn't have been there to see what was going on, right. You know, you would have missed a good a good one. So yeah, I missed a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wish I could say the same thing. I wish we had it on video. Not that I want it on video, but like at the same time, like just to be able to re, just to see that again. You know what I mean? Like to be able to look mm-hmm. back and see, like, okay, how long was it in the air, and you know, where did it hit? Like to have all that as a like documentation, just to under have a get a better understanding, would have been very uh, yeah nice. I, I would have loved to have had a uh, an in, an in cab shot of that, Oof. just to kind of yeah, just to kind of play it back out, just to see you know from hand motions to um, <laughs> what was really. Because really, I mean, it was, it was quick. I mean, yeah. it was five seconds down the hill. And once we got out of the woods, I, I swear it was a second from out of the woods to impact um, when I landed <laughs> on the, you landed on the Yoda. So let's, um, uh, let's, yeah. fill, let's fill everybody in on uh, that because nobody knows, really knows what we're talking <laughs> about. It's kind of an inside joke or like a inside story at the moment. So I will start by setting up a scene we're on the third hill of the day. We went down one, up another, and then down the next one. Uh, as vehicles started going down the third hill, uh, it kind of, as you got into the hill, it was an off-camber downhill slope with some loose terrain. And uh, the first thing that happened was Trevor, he, he lost a little bit of traction and, and steered into a tree to rest on while we uh, got him resituated. So we, Dustin winched him back, got him resituated. And then he was able to go down the hill, no problem. Uh, Dave went down the hill, had to resituate mid mid hill, which didn't seem to be an issue. You kind of went past this one tree that Trevor got stuck on, and then you had to make a bit of a sharp right turn to go to follow the trail uh, down the hill. Uh, then Brendan went and missed the tree that Trevor got on completely, made it look fairly easy. You did have to resituate mid hill, and you backed up and resituated, and then you yeah, continued down um, the hill. So I made it around the tree that Trevor made it around. It was, it wasn't bad. I mean, after watching two or three guys, you, you kind of get the grasp of what right. you really need to do to make that happen. Um, so I come around that tree, uh, made it down the hill and I didn't have enough radius to get around the second tree. Mm-hmm. So I kind of nudged up against the tree in front of me. Um, sort of well in the process of that the the pedal awkwardly went to the floor um and as soon as i let off i was in reverse the pedal came right back i had immediate pedal huh um so i backed up everything was cool um and i went to go around the tree well as i went to go around the tree i it was kind of tippy nothing crazy it's just just to, to get Steep, on the brake yeah. well immediately i got on the brake and it went to the floor again. Oh. Um, so I had no pedal to having full pedal then back to no pedal. Um, and when I did, uh, I would probably say it's fair to say I somewhat panicked. Um, Who and I put the, yeah, I, because it was a, it was a good, it was pretty good steep hill. I mean, nothing too obnoxious, but it wasn't no jolly drive down the driveway. Right. Um, 
but I put it in reverse to kind of try to hold it. Well, it held it for a second. And in the process of holding it, it died. The, the Jeep died. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the process of that, the way my head worked was I'm pumping the pedal. I got nothing out of it. So I threw the Jeep in park, um, which in the video that Jeremy has of it, you can hear it go in park because the, the parking pole becomes a clicking noise is probably the best right, way yeah. to describe it at this that, point. That click, 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 click. Yeah. yeah. So we probably went in park in the Jeep with me pumping the pedal, trying to get a pedal. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say a good hundred yards, maybe. I would say sounds, 75 right. yards. Yep. Down a hit, um, down a probably a 40% grade. Maybe, yeah, maybe 50. So we, steep. Yeah, we, we got to the bottom and as we're coming to the bottom, everybody's kind of screaming, you know, look out, look out. Because it literally sounded like I was rolling because I was mowing over trees on the way down. <laughs> um, and I got to the bottom of the hill and I was looking for the best case. And, and to be truthful, I was trying to miss everything. Um, and with no power steering and, you know, cause the Jeep's not running and I was hydraulic assist. So it makes it even harder to steer when it's off. I, uh, I apparently took a leap as a, what they're saying or a jump, um, and flew. I'm not really too sure how far I flew, but it was, I'd say at least 10, 15 feet. Uh-huh. And in the process of that, in the process of that, that's when I hit uh the probably the most perfect rig in the most perfect location possible. <laughs> I yeah. would say by pure luck or accident, because it's definitely not skill. I'm not gonna say that. Um and when I hit Dustin, uh what we figure up, like I moved his Jeep probably ten feet at least. Or his Toyota. Um, I moved it probably ten feet when I hit it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's what everybody said. So, it's like eight to ten feet that thing slid. And you could see the tire tracks where you pushed it sideways. What's interesting yeah, is like and then, you hit it you didn't hit it square in the side, but you hit it like square in the rear end. I Yeah, I he, hit it. Was he parked square. Yeah, was he parked completely sideways like it was when I got down there, or was he parked at an angle? I think he was parked at an angle oh, in all honesty. And then you pushed uh, I mean, it completely but, uh, sideways. Did, to be honest with you, I mean, I I don't really know. Yeah. I was kind of focused on other things at that point. That would make more sense um, though, if he was parked at an yeah, angle. Yeah. So, and then uh, and then upon impact, uh, apparently the uh, the airbag deployed that I didn't know <laughs> worked. Yeah. Um, so I uh, I got a bag to the face. Well, and then my passenger long time, probably good friend, best friend, I would probably say, um, he was with me. I mean, we were strapped up, we had our belts on, but I mean, he, he took a pretty good whack too. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, we're three days after now, right? Mm-hmm. Three days. Yeah. That was and Friday morning. Yeah. I think it's three days. So yeah, three days now. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still sore. I'm yeah. actually pretty sore. And so is he. So really, um, yeah, I I think it's just kind of slowly setting in. Plus, like I said, we've been doing a bunch of driving anyway, oh, yeah. so that doesn't help anything no. just sitting around. Yep, um, for sure. But luckily, luckily upon impact, um, it, we might have possibly, very possibly bent, slightly bent a uh, a spindle on Speakman's truck, which I told him, you know, if if you need a, if you need a spindle or a, a housing, just let me know. I've got some at home you can have. 
Yeah. Um, and, uh, I put a nice dent in his, uh, brand new cage. It looks, so, it looks nice. Nice though. little, yeah, it's a nice little dimple. looks like somebody hit with a vault fiend hammer. It's, it's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know where but, that came from. I, I'm honestly not sure. The gre- I, I think it was, a, <laughs> it's hard to tell. It was a grease zerk on the, uh, on the steering box. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, I mean, uh, that pretty much put the end of my weekend. Um, it, it, it pretty cashed that pretty well cash my rig out. Yeah. Um, oh, it definitely did that. Yeah. So it's, uh, I'm going to try to get home this week and get it in and strip down. And, um, I've got some things that are kind of brewing. We've, me and my buddies had some conversations about things that are, might change or happen. So I'm, I might be kind of changing directions with the, a uh, whole nother rig now. So, um, but it more than likely, um, I'm going to keep that rig as just a spare yeah. rig. I just don't know what's going to happen until I um, get this other rig home. Oh, is that the, you so, didn't go pick it up? No, I have not got it yet. But do you know um, what it looks I like? I have to go pick it up. Uh, I have not seen a picture of it, but <laughs> I have been told that it's in decent shape. Oh. Um, from what I can tell and what I've been told, it's a mid to late 80s. Um, it is a regular cab short bed. It does have a 22 RE in it. It doesn't um, sound like a Jeep. And it does. No, no, <laughs> that's the thing. So we're, we're kind of shifting gears here. Um, so more than likely, if this thing is relatively okay, um, I've got some stuff still laying around from when I was going to build a bouncer. So I've, I've got a small block that will probably go in it. Oh, um, and and it'll get tunned pretty quick. So if I do this, I might just go ahead and throw my tons, my other set of tons that my that I have for the other Jeep that I was going to build underneath of the old Hag. So I will no longer be a Super Thirty, as I like to call it. Yeah. So I might I might actually put that seventy nine uh, Snowfighter front end in the front of my jeep so right on. time will tell right on well it should be uh yeah it should be good that'll be fun okay. we'll figure it out one one step at a time right yeah one step at a time i mean i've if uh i know everybody's kind of talking about possibly going to badlands or whatever here in the next couple of weeks right. um if anything i've got the daily to drive so just take it over there it's yeah i'll just take it i mean it's fun it's locked front and rear so It'll work. Good enough. It'll sure. get me by. <clears throat> I need one of those. So I need a, a daily rig that's also capable so I can wheel it while I'm getting yeah, a cage. It's, uh, it's it's not a it's not a bad little rig. Yeah. You've got a good daily rig whenever you guys get it whenever you get it back. Yeah. Though <laughs> they're gonna both they're gonna both be under cage work at the same time. I'm not gonna have anything. Yeah. Which it'll be what it'll be. No big deal. Um well, if you want, you want something to drive, call me. You can, you can daily mine. It's a road, roadworthy ish. <laughs> That's good enough. I'll put it on a trailer and take a wheeling. Just don't break the daily. Uh, yeah, just, just try not to tear the daily up. I get a sticker for it. it says rental. Um, so right on, right on. Well, uh, I appreciate you taking the phone call and I appreciate you coming on here and being on the old podcast. We're going to have you back on a little later to talk about wheeling trips and adventures. Um, but like I said, okay. I was calling some of the people that were there. So 
I'm going to try to call complete off road again and see if they'll answer now that it's like after hours. Probably nobody's there. Nobody will respond to my text messages. So I don't know where they're at. But uh, I'm going to try to get a hold of a couple of these guys and see if I can talk to them. And then maybe if I got time, I'm going to call Rick and talk to him as a as a show promoter. So I get a hold of those guys and okay. get their side, get, get what they thought. So. All righty, man. Well, good talking to you. All right, buddy. You have a good trip up there. Right, Hopefully you guys get that shit show under control. All righty, bud. Well, I'll talk to you later. later. All right. So that's Brendan. And that was pretty good. Hope you guys enjoyed the story from that because it was probably the highlight of the week. And I imagine you're going to hear murmurs of that throughout the rest of this podcast from the different people we talked to because that was like the the big deal. Um, Let me call back complete and see if anybody answers the phone now. Will they answer? Here we go. Could get five o'clock. We'll call Mang um, if nobody else answer. Not saying Mang's last on the list. I'm just saying. Truck call the promoters first. These guys are home early. Had a long weekend. Summershine. Wow, there's that guy. What's going on? <laughs> so we got Rich now. Trying to fix a Chevy pickup truck front CV axle with being a dick. And we got three of them here and none of them work. Maybe I should have led on with we're recording. <laughs> no. <Hi. laughs> That's right. I don't care. It's right at the 30 minute mark. We'll take that out if we need to. Uh, you got a couple yeah. minutes? What's up? Um, honestly, no. <laughs> I was just calling. So I'm recording a podcast uh, and talking to the people that were at the event to see what they thought about the event and okay. uh, get a couple of things. So if you got a moment, I'll ask you some questions. <laughs> Actually, I don't see. I, I'm trying to get this thing done. It's supposed to. It's supposed to be leaving for West Virginia in the morning. No problem at all, buddy. Um, Did Chris already leave for the day? How long are you recording for? Uh, probably another twenty minutes or so. I'll see what I can do. I'll see if I can call you back. I, I appreciate. It. I know how it all goes, right, man. Thanks, busy's busy. All right, bye. Thanks, Rich. See you. Okay, Rich is busy. May have to take that out. I'm not sure. We'll see. Uh, okay. So I don't know. He didn't say if Chris was at the shop, let's call Rick. Um, because Rick should be at home. Just well, Rick should be clocked out of work. It's six there. Pull up his number here and we'll call him. So Rick is, uh, if you guys don't know, Rick Davis is the, one of the owners of uh crawler off road. And he was there with Fred in Fred's two door JK. And I think they had a good time. So let's call him up. We'll have a, it'll be tough to get uh, Fred on the phone. I don't even think I have Fred's number. Maybe I do. I don't know. Here we go. I'm going to lead with a recording. We're recording. If he answers. Usually I get to answer all these people, but I guess not. How many people will be upset that they didn't get to be on here? Please leave your message for two, four, oh, eight, boy. three. Whoop. None of that. Don't be giving people's number away now. Uh, okay. So nobody's going to answer me. What the hell? I think it was a good time. I'm not sure about the whole splitting things into, into groups. We did talk about that a little bit on the ride home. Um, let's call Jerome. I'll bet he'll be available. 
Jeremy Wilson, Mr. Eight Lug Productions. Let's go. Okay, so uh, we talked about splitting up, but the problem is, yeah, you don't get to see everybody doing everything. Uh, but it is tough when you have, I think we had a little over 20 rigs. I didn't get a full count, but it was uh, it was good. Let's see if he answers. That's funny that Rich answered Summershine. He knew. Dude, are you kidding me? This is Jeremy. Y'all are killing me. I bet everybody answers my phone call from here on out. And they hear this podcast. They're like, oh, man. Nobody gets to talk to anybody anymore. They're literally chatting in the chat group. uh, But nobody is responding. Like, nobody is answering a phone call. Like, you're not working. They're all all done working. Let's, uh, Let's see here. Let's call DJ. DJ was. Do I have DJ's number? No, I've got DJ's number, right? Guess not. That's weird. I thought I had DJ's number here. I do not. Um, actually, you know what? That's a lie. I know where it's at. Let me pause this and I'll be right back. Okay. Now we're calling DJ. To get DJ's take. We'll try to make keep it a little bit shorter. Maybe. Brendan had a good story to tell, so we had to make it longer. What do you know? DJ, we were recording a podcast, and I'm calling you to get your uh, input on the weekend, if you have time. I do have some time. Okay. Uh, a little bit of time, anyway. How's it going? Good. How was your trip home? Uh, fantastic. Smooth sailing, actually. Love a couple it. fuel stops and a, and a snack on the way, on the way back, but eight hours went by pretty quickly. It was a beautiful, you know, beautiful weather. It was beautiful weather. You're not wrong about that. There's hardly any wind and, uh, sunny. It was nice. So, uh, yeah, it was, you took your, what is it? Oh, five Dakota. Oh, oh, five Dakota. That's 05 right. Dakota duty. Um, <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Super Dakota. Uh, so that's a, it's a 05 Dakota with a F-250 Super Duty front end slid in, like cut the frame in half and slide it inside. And I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. Um, yeah, yeah, yep, uh, yep. we yeah. did, we did chat about it, but, but yeah, She's essentially what I did was I, what I took the, uh, I took the front frame section out from under the factory Dakota and slid in a 08 F-250 frame. And uh, mended the frames together, and then I just swapped over the rear axle, and now I'm on tons and forties. Oh, good grief! Now Meng's calling me back. Hold on. <laughs> Nobody's answering. As I'm as I'm calling, I called Meng before I even started the podcast to ask him about what they recorded at the campfire. But uh, yeah, oh, so that thing performed well. He had one little mishap on day two, uh, but it was very minor. You were trying to get through a rock garden, and did you hit the rock with the with the drag link? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened. I, I was just, you know, trying to ease my way through the rock garden and, and was being a little bit guided, knowing that my steering was uh, a little bit low. And yeah. anyway, I basically drove right into the front of a rock and it pushed the drag link back in toward the axle. But we were able to uh, make the rest of the rock garden get out of there and then and then uh, pull the, the drag link back out straight again with the help of uh, some fellow wheelers, a winch and a, and a tree strap. Yes, it worked out actually pretty well. Um, yeah. So what did you think about the location? I'll tell you what I did. I was dumbfounded about how beautiful that scenery was. I mean, I have a whole new respect for Eastern Iowa. I can tell you that. That's for sure. Yeah. It tried to, it tried to own us. 
<laughs> yes, it absolutely did. As a matter of fact, I just, you know, was like uh, bumping around on Zillow, just checking places out over there oh, just yeah? recently, just to just see. I mean, not really, yeah. but I just was curious, you know, I there's mean, it some, was, everything was so nice. There's some really nice houses uh, in that area that yes. we were in. Um, and uh, yeah, I'd be interested to see what those go for. Cause they were looking like multi hundred thousand dollar houses. Um, oh yeah, yeah I would think nice so. stuff out there and I don't know how much land they were sitting on just the house themselves were nice, but, uh, right. So what was your like biggest takeaway or your, maybe your favorite part of the event? Just the opportunity, uh, to like kind of, uh, tread where others had been like as far, as far as ultimate adventure and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Dave and Fred dirt every day. I mean, it was just cool to be in the same place as some people that I've, you know, viewed as idols or, or just, you know, want to be part of a, a group like that. And yep. So just being where they had been and on the private property somewhere that I had never wheeled before. And, um, you know, my basically, are we on the main? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, my, my POS, <laughs> uh, you know, truck was a, was able to, uh, you know, uh, maintain stride, you know, it, it actually performed quite well. I thought it did actually, I didn't feel like you had any trouble at all keeping up even with your wheelbase. Um, it did really well. So, yeah, no, I think that that was the ideal playground for that truck. It was pretty, uh, pretty spectacular. I thought, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong about that. It was a, it was good. It was a good, the weather was beautiful and everything. So, um, yeah, I think everything just went well. It was good to see. It was good to see everyone and stuff like that. But, um, if you could change anything about the event, is there anything that you would change? Um, let me think about that for just a second here. I don't everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Um, quite honestly, I think the only thing, and I, and I mentioned it, Uh um, the night that the second night, or I guess the, the second night of dinner. So the, during the dinner that, uh, you guys like TOP and crawler Uh did for us was that, it would be really cool to do the second dinner more of like a banquet style that you could also present like awards for, oh. you know, gnar- gnarliest hill climb. That's cool. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, you know, or, or, you know, best crash or uh, coolest <laughs> rig or whatever it might be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, so you got some like awards to oh, go along with, cool. you know, Yeah, I didn't think about that. It, it just provides for more, uh, you know, it, conversation, yeah, and you know, throughout the group. Yeah. And right, yeah, gives, exactly. everybody, gives everybody a reason to get together, kind of be, be there, uh, at the dinner at the same time versus kind of moseying in and out, you know, stuff like that. I like that. Exactly. Is awesome. as an awesome idea. Uh, hope- yeah. I mean, they can be silly too. They can be silly awards too. Yeah. You know, it could just be anything, but it just gives you one more reason to get everybody together just for that camaraderie. Right. Love it. Yeah, dude, that's a, that's a solid input i like that's something we can actually use for next year so um but everything else was fantastic fantastic i'm trying to think if there's any other questions i have for you i don't know that i do it was really just you know what you thought of the weekend so clearly i mean i kind of feel like i outwheeled your jeep a little bit but you know that's just me i wouldn't go that far (laughs) i don't know i didn't see i didn't see you go over the pyramid Uh, yeah you're right there was there was there was no way with the wheelbase (laughs) you would have definitely been just sitting on top of it as an ornament 
Um, well, I mean, I could have jumped it, I guess. I jumped but... it. Yeah, you could have tried to jump it anyway. That would have been inter- interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very. Then you would have taken home the best crash award probably. <laughs> yeah, most likely. Yeah, most likely. There would have been two guys that... Well, never mind. Yeah, yeah never mind. We already t- I was we thinking talked of to Brendan this... already. Okay, yeah, so, so yeah, the there would have been uh, yeah two guys with airbags in their faces yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you still got that airbag in there, you need to maybe think having that in there. <laughs> you know, as a matter of fact, I've got a I've got a recall on that airbag. It's one of the Takata airbags oh, that like everybody got recalled. They get wet, and, and so I'm thinking about a, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to take it into the dealer and and actually drop it off and ask for a loaner while they while they do the recall oh, on that God. rig. <laughs> what are you going to do then? Pull the pull it out and sell it? No, but no, but I'll just like I just want to see you know the service writer's face when I pull that into the service line <laughs> and say, a, "Hey, this has a recall. This has a recall. Can I have like a Grand Cherokee as a loaner while you fix it?" Thanks. You know, uh, that's funny. <laughs> I'd be interested to see if they give you anything. <laughs> yeah, me too. I keep getting uh, notices in the mail, you know. Right, so yeah. maybe I'll take it in at some point soon. That's funny. Right on, brother. Well, we're going to try to reach back out to... So we called Rich, but Rich was busy trying to put an axle together. I don't know if Chris was still at the shop, but he's not answering my text messages, so maybe. And then it uh, uh, looks like Mang wants to talk, so we'll uh, we'll call Perfect. Mang and see how he thought his uh, Super 30 did. Now, he, he recorded all of the campfire discussion that was all on his end, and um, I, I was calling him earlier to find out if we could use any of that audio, because he was like, you know, my Patreon, like, oh, oh, it was bad, huh? So we'll see. Gotcha. We'll see. So this may this may end up being the main for this week, or uh, there may just be like a if his is good. I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. So th- right, yeah, right, right. Make yeah, I'm, that makes sense. I'm gonna that makes sense. Out, well, yeah. use all the- yeah. That's great, and I appreciate appreciate you reaching out too. For sure, buddy. It's good to see you. Yeah, absolutely. Likewise, and. uh I look forward to doing another, another something with that crew. I'll tell you what, the one thing, the other, I guess the last takeaway I've got is that everybody that was there is just a big hearted, good sold individual and give the shirt off their back for you. And that's the people I like to be around when we're wheeling. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely a cool community to uh, a group of people to be around because we're all kind of very alike. Um, And that's what you want. Exactly. So, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would do it again in a heartbeat. I appreciate you answering the phone and giving me a little bit of your time. You tell the wife and kids I say hi and uh I'll talk to you soon. Woo dude. Woo dude. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. See ya. Bye. Okay, so that was Woo Dude. Oh, no wonder I couldn't find his number in my phone. I was looking for DJ and I literally programmed it. I like saved it under Woo Dude. I'm dumb. Uh, let's see. We'll talk to Mang short for just a couple minutes and then we're going to check back in with Rich and see if he, I would really like to talk to Rich. Um, since it was the complete off-road, uh, extravagant, no, yeah, the core event. Um, so let's check out with Mang. He has his super 30 really just trying to find out if I can use any of the other audio for a main. Here we go. Ring, 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 ring. He might be in the vehicle. Let me turn you guys down a little bit so it doesn't blow your eardrums out. Let's see if he's in the in the Jeep driving home or in the truck driving home. Hey, buddy. What's going on? Hola, senorita. I'm recording. Hola, senor. I'm recording a podcast, and I'm reaching out to some of the attendees of the event to see uh, what you guys thought of it. 
Um, but really, oh, beautiful. I was calling you initially to ask you if any of the campfire audio you had recorded was good to use as a main or if maybe this needs to be the main and that should be all Patreon. I would definitely say that should be all Patreon. <laughs> um, there was very good conversation, but I do not believe uh, it would be it, necessary. Did it go uh, sideways? For the public here to hear. I see. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit side. I, you know, Mike was, uh, Mike was having a good time. So, uh, I, you know, I knew he was, I saw that he came over there for a little bit, but, uh, all right, we'll, we'll save all the super, uh, the super 30 chat and the, uh, campfire discussions for the Patreon then. So this will be the main and that will be Patreon. Yeah, I think everyone, I hope everyone likes it. Uh, I briefly listened to the audio and I hope everybody, uh, understands that I was holding it in my hand. So we tried, you know, the best we could to keep the audio as best as possible. Yeah. But. yeah hopefully we'll all be able to level it out and get some of the background noise down. It shouldn't be an issue. Perfect. So you're recording right now. Yeah, yep. You are, you are on the podcast. So let me ask you a couple of questions. Nice. What did you think about the event? Um, I went there knowing nothing, expecting nothing, and I was still surprised um, in every definition of the word. That land is so freaking gorgeous. That is pretty much the consensus across the people we've talked to so far. It is. Yeah, I mean, the land, the landowners were great. The land was great. The wheeling was plentiful. And it truly went mild to wild. You know, if you wanted the people on forties were having as much fun as the people on 33s. I think so. There were some good ledges to play on. Oh yeah. Some good, some good climbs, some good off camber stuff. I mean, like you had your wheel, you know, four, four feet in the air. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to get underneath of a tree. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that uh, those trees, they'll get you. It's really interesting. A lot of those obstacles, you know, they're, they'd be hilariously simple if it wasn't for the fact that there are trees. So it adds like a whole nother oh, yeah. aspect of, you know, like that, that part where you were up in the air. I mean, that, that was not a hard line, but because that tree was there, it made it a whole different, whole different beast. I wasn't entirely sure I was going to make it through there at all, but uh but I did. So, but, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I mean that, that Jeep of yours was there to party. It certainly did a good job. Always is. Uh, so <laughs> what was your, uh, I don't know if that was your, uh, your biggest takeaway or like, what's uh, what was your favorite thing about the weekend? Hmm. You know, I had so much fun. It's hard to pin it down. I mean, I would say the camaraderie, yeah. you know, it's, it didn't feel like a bunch of random people just, you know, stuck in a group together going wheeling, you know, right. By the time we finished dinner on the first night, everybody was best friends. You know, some of us already were right. Um, even some of the people that we didn't we know. Helped. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, some of those people I'd never met in my life, like, you know, some of the complete off road guys, yep. they were absolutely fantastic. You know, everybody was super friendly and, even on the trail, you know, there were lines that I didn't want to do. And uh, they're like, okay, yeah, no problem. You know, I totally understand. But then the ones I did want to do, everybody was right there spotting me and uh, helping me get up through it, which, you know, is huge in a, in a Jeep where you can't see anything in front of you. I uh, know how that goes. 
Absolutely. It was a, yeah. I, yeah. Is there a, yeah, 10 out of 10. Is there looking back on the weekend? Is there anything that you would change? There was one particular moment and I, we had gone, it was the, I believe it was the, the second day, that really big drop down into the ravine where everybody was lifting their wheels off the ground. Uh, where was that? At? I don't remember where we got out. We got out from the bean field and then all of a sudden we had to drop down and then you had to make that turn and then you had to follow through in the ravine. Yeah. I would have liked to try that. Um, oh, you bypassed that. I one? was, cons- I bypassed it because I was concerned that the rear was going to lift off the ground. Yeah. Um, my Jeep has always had a tendency to lift the back end up in the worst times possible and looking at that <laughs> downwards fall and, you know, watching some of the, the TJs, you know, they're lifting the rear end. There was basically no weight on it. You know, you could go back there and just go grab their tire and lift it off the ground. Right. Um, I would have liked to have tried it. I think worst case scenario, I could have had a winch on my back end. Um, but I was still learning the Jeep. You know, I, I think it's no secret that I've basically rebuilt the entire lower end at this point. So yeah, I, think, I didn't know how far I could push it. I think you would have been perfectly fine. I, I didn't realize that you were second guessing that, but like you got to think that rich is the shortest uh, wheelbase uh, rich. Yeah, rich is the shortest wheelbase um, with his TJ. He's not stretched or anything. I think either him or, or uh, Fred are both right in the same um, length as far as uh, wheelbase goes. And on top of that, they both had a bigger tire than you. So their center of gravity should be slightly higher or the same as yours. And uh, I think you'd have been perfectly fine to slip on down through there. It was really, it looked bad when you dropped into it because your tire, your driver's tire fell in a hole at the very bottom and it kind of dead stopped the vehicle. Um, but uh, I think you'd have been all right, but yeah, we could have uh, definitely thrown a, a strap on the back of you and let you bounce on down there with a little more security, you know, thought of safety and not destroying the side of your Jeep. If you uh, flopped onto your side or something, but absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, speaking, speaking of rich, I'll tell you what, he has got to be one of the best spotters I have ever seen. He's got a lot of seat uh, time. He, I mean, he just knows how that thing is. You know, it's it it it, it ascends beyond him just being in the driver's seat, knowing how to manipulate his vehicle. Right. He can look at it and understand how someone else's vehicle is going to manipulate itself. Yep. I mean, because there were times where I didn't want to bounce and slam into a tree, and every time I was hitting, the front was swinging over and trying to bash itself into a tree. And he said. You know, I want you to turn a quarter of the wheel to the right. And once you do that, I want you to hammer down and do not let go. If you let go, it's going to swing. If you don't, it will walk right up it. Mm-hmm. And he was 100% on point. That happened several times where, you know, he just, he knows exactly where the wheel placement needs to be. He is very, very experienced. He's seasoned, very seasoned, especially in that terrain. Um, I will not uh, discredit that at all. And uh, yeah, he, I mean, he's just a super cool dude. And, you know, like, for example, he still has my Jeep right now. You know, we finished up the weekend. I decided I'm going to come back out there next weekend for another event. And uh, he was happy to leave for me to leave it on the land. He put it on his trailer. He took it to work this morning. He unloaded it. 
Yeah. You know, he didn't have to do any of that for me. He is just the one of the most stand-up guys I've ever met. He's you know, not trying to brown nose him or anything, but he is just <laughs> no, he is he such really an is. awesome dude. I mean, he really every is. time I picked up the phone with him, and you know, of course he he let us bash on his land all weekend, so for sure. It it was uh awesome. He is he gave he would lend any tool you needed. Um, he lended me my, lended me his welder and torque wrench and grinders and everything, you know, garage space, pulled his Jeep out of the garage so I could pull mine in there and work on it. Um, they had Sam's in there to do the tire. The DJ was out there on the pad cause he didn't fit in the garage. Um, but he was out there on the pad tearing his apart the first morning, uh, trying to figure out the brake situation, why they were getting hot. Um, it, he was definitely, he's an excellent, excellent host. Yeah, and I mean, I don't, I don't think the audio will end up being able to make the cut for when I went over and spoke to him. Oh, really? But I, yeah, it, there was a lot of background noise. I I'll have see a feeling can, it just won't. If I can't get him on the phone because he was busy, uh, he was busy. Um, oh, there's Rick calling me, and then he hung up. Um, I want to make this quick. Uh, he was busy putting a front end together on a truck, trying to get an axle back together. So he didn't have uh, time to talk a moment ago. So hopefully he will have time to talk soon. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, it's for, you know, my final thoughts that I didn't know everyone else can get their turn. I mean, right. this, this was way cooler than I ever expected it to be. And, you know, they said they're going to do this next year. So, I mean, maybe don't build a $5,000 Dana 30, but I mean, definitely get your <laughs> entries in and, you know, do your hardest to try and come out to this next year. Cause it was truly, you know, I can't wait to go back and it's the day after. Yeah. Core 2023 can't come soon enough. You're not wrong about that. I am beyond ready. This was an amazing weekend for me. It gave me some clarity. There's Rick calling again. I'm going to take his phone call. You good with that? Perfect. Thanks. Sounds good. Thanks, and, buddy. Uh, see you on the trail soon. Hey man, I appreciate you coming on here later. Yeah, of course. See ya. Rick, we're recording the podcast and I am reaching out to some of the people that were at the event uh, to get your take on the weekend. Uh, uh, amazing. <laughs> uh, just a, just an incredible experience. Uh, great times, great people, gorgeous property. Uh, everybody that's on the phone My so goodness. far has said the same thing. It's gorgeous. Um, oh, dude! Like just the ele- the 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 sheer speed at which the elevation changed, but yet you could technically still drive it. It wasn't like cliff faces, and then just yeah, standing at the top of the hill and looking out over the the you countryside could. and seeing for what felt like miles. Oh yeah, you could see. I'll bet you, like some of the clouds and stuff that you were looking at were a hundred miles away. It's crazy. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah crazy it was beautiful um what was is there any moment that stands out or maybe like a favorite thing about the event or the weekend anyway oh um the people yeah the camaraderie the the atmosphere yeah yep that the, is the wheeling was awesome don't get me wrong the wheeling was great yeah without, uh, without the people it would have been it would have been same we were with yeah the people we were with uh just made it that much better. Yeah, it was definitely a good time. It was a luck of the draw that a lot of us are already, you know, friends or know each other to some degree, whether through chat or whatever. Um, but it was excellent. 
Excellent. Absolutely. Yep. It was super. And so even, I think uh, I think several people were able to push their comfort levels and uh, gain some uh, confidence. I think you're right in themselves and their machine. I still don't trust mine. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> hashtag dumpster life. Hashtag dumpster life. Hashtag it's right? it's since spent so much time on jack stands that I always think it's going to break. Um. I get. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, do you think the, do you feel like the event was a success? I feel like it was a massive success. That's awesome. Can't not wait to start planning for next year. It sounded like Chris wanted to start planning Oops. maybe next month. Is that a teaser? Whoopsies. Um, I think that's definitely something that we are, uh, we're working to. So um, yeah, yeah, that's uh that should be, I'll be interested to see, when this was initially talked about when core, this, this is a teaser when core was initially talked about, uh, it was talked about maybe doing different locations each year. So much like UA. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I feel like it was initially when we spoke about it, it was like Iowa, Michigan, like Wisconsin, like stuff like that. So like States that have multiple parks, especially if they're close together or have a big enough park that you can spend multiple days in. Um, sure. but we'll be, we'll, it'll be interesting to see what we plan next year. You know, is it back at, at uh, complete off road there in East uh, Iowa at Dubuque or not? So I'm okay if it is great. We yeah. didn't get to see, yeah. you know, we didn't get to see half of what they had to offer. So, right. right. Yeah. No, there would still definitely be new trails to experience. Oh yeah. Uh, talking with Rich and Chris, it sounds like we got about, about, well, we saw we saw most of I think we saw most of Rich's place, mm-hmm. or maybe like three quarters of Rich's place. Right. We saw maybe half of Tom's place. Yeah, and by the sounds of it, there is a whole third property owner uh, that would be you know that, yeah. that's part of their uh, club. Yep, um, that would potentially allow us to to wheel there. So, so that being said, like. It sounds like there's still plenty of uh, terrain we have yet to uh, we have yet to experience. Right. Uh, you know, Rich and Chris and 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 possibly I don't remember if Doug was part of it or not, but them guys have been there, obviously. Right. But, uh, yeah, I think I think yeah, maybe Doug is. Well, the, Doug's a stump jumper, so you probably. Of, yeah, the whole convenience of Rich's property, you know, mm-hmm. the the field and having access to the to the garage for meals and stuff that that was pretty convenient it was um so i I do like the idea of moving around though for sure so we'll see how it pans out did you guys offload some crawler gear uh we sold a little bit yeah but uh it was more of a uh publicity thing it was it was more of just uh really just enjoyment yeah and, and hanging out with our uh our friends most everybody that was there already already runs most of our gear so Right. There wasn't a lot. You know, I think you put some new ropes on. Well, you right. got Trevor a new rope because he was on a cable. Weirdly. Yeah. I don't know what his problem yep. is. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever it was, it's fixed now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Then we, you know, we uh, got the scout taken care of with a new new line. And oh, yeah. Of course, uh, Chris has to fix his fair lead mount. Oh, really? <laughs> Chris, if you're listening. He is. Oh boy! Yeah. There, speak of yeah, speak of the devil. The too small. Speak of the devil. Hold that thought for one second. 
Chris. What's up? Hang tight for one moment, okay? Okay. Are you there? Okay. Um, I'm going to wrap up with you real quick, and then I'm going to switch over to Chris. Are you good with that? Sounds good, do you, sir. Do you have any last thoughts? Uh, just, uh, just probably the highlight of my highlight of my summer so far. Love it. That's awesome, man. Best wheeling trip I've been on yet. That's awesome to hear. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And uh, I can't wait to see what we cook up for next year. Yep, me too. I uh, appreciate you coming on here, buddy, and, and giving some of your time. Sounds good, man. I'll talk to you soon. Alrighty. See you, Rick. Chris. Yeah. I'm recording a podcast. Okay. And you're on it. Live. I'm on the I'm on the podcast. Yeah, you're on the podcast. So I'm calling out to everybody that okay. well, not everybody that is at the event, but a lot of people that are at the event. We've talked to Brendan. We talked to Woodoo. We talked to Rick. We talked to uh Mango. Um talked to you know, we're I I tried to call Rich, but Rich was fighting an axle. Um so yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. He sounded real pleased with it. In fact, I'm probably gonna take it out. I'm gonna probably have to cut some of it out. <laughs> <laughs> Must be the the tr- the truck. Yeah, they, we got a truck that we're trying to get out of the other shop. It's supposed to leave for a show tomorrow. Oh, and good grief! We found today that the uh, the axle shaft was bad. So. Uh. That's why I say it tears the whole thing apart. A lot of the, everybody that everybody that attended would have seen it is the one up truck. As the one up truck, so that big, the big diesel with the oh, camper yeah. shell on oh, it. Oh, really? They had a bad axle shaft. Yeah, yeah. We found out they they picked up. Uh, see, they picked it up Friday when we were all out wheeling, mm-hmm. and they called back this weekend and uh, said, "Hey, it's, it's got a terrible vibration." Oh, jeez. We put ball joints and stuff in it. Came back and found a bad shaft. Actually, the it was a bad brand new axle shaft. I'll be darned. And that's something. Yeah, it was binding. Oh. Um, anytime you turned mm-hmm. the wheel. Interesting. So, but anyways. So what do you want to know? Uh I want to know if you thought the event was a success or not. I think it was a huge success. Love it. I do too. Um that seems to be the I general consensus. A great time. Um, well, you know, the guys and I were talking at the shop today, and um, I think it was the perfect mix of people. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody chipped in to help, you know, each other out when there was, you know, whether it was getting stuck or figuring out, you know, something on a vehicle. Um, it, it was a great success, a great group of people that went. It worked out awesome for the, the first annual, mm-hmm. first ever. Yes. Um, I know. Sitting around the campfire Saturday night, and I, I've mentioned this, I, I think, in one of the chats. But um, Saturday night, talking with Rich and Rick, um, it, it, we're definitely going to plan something for next year. Yeah, I'm. Um, uh, I'm excited. What that's, that's going to look like, or how it's going to going to go, I don't know, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure that out and start, yeah, start putting little teasers out there as to what's going on. And well, I, I, I know some of this year's attendees are already already hitting me up, wanting to know how they can become a crony and get invited <laughs> back. So you can't. But <laughs> I told, I told, I told them flat. You know, the one was trying to flatter me, and I said flattery won't work, Kyle. So uh-huh. I'm trying to get on the <laughs> list on the roster for next year. Uh-huh. But we'll see. No, I think it was a great event. Um, 
Yeah. You know, I had a few, I had a, a little hiccup there right at the beginning, but yeah, you um, did. I was able to get that fixed. And, uh, you want to give us a little information about that? Well, the uh, power steering box pulled off the frame. Um, I'm honestly not sure why, um, but it pulled the threads right out of the, the power steering box. Not the JK steering box. Yeah. I used to, you know, the JK frame under the scouts. I used JK steering box and I don't know. Um, I know they were tight. I don't know if I maybe over torqued them, but it pulled the threads yeah. on three of the four. So then that was moving around. And then of course I was trying to still steer. Um, and my, I had a hydraulic line blow. Um, they were new lines, but they weren't, they were field serviceable lines, but they were more of the AN style, not hydraulic style. Oh, they were, so they it, were, it blew right. they were not JIC. They were not JIC. They oh. were AN. They oh. were the, you know, build your own at home AN style ones. And, right. Um, honestly just blew right at the, the power string hose. So luckily it was Friday. Um, we got a great hydraulic shop there in town. I yeah. just ran back town and had two hoses made. And we uh, got her fixed and got it back on trail, and it worked great. Um, it did. It uh, had a little bit of, you know, I it, I don't know how much of it is shock tuning and how much of it is I'm not used to a rig with three-link front, four-link rear mm-hmm. on coilovers. You were on full leaf springs um, last time, right? Uh, I've always uh, had coils. either leaf springs mm-hmm. or, you know, coils front, leaf springs rear. Right. Um you know, a three-leaf front leaf spring rear is my favorite setup to to build. Um, it's simple. Yep. It uses off-the-shelf parts. Um, easy to replace if you need to. But easily, when, easily you know, with everybody's support. With everybody's support from you know the podcast listeners that, that chipped in and sent me parts and and you know chipped in money and sent me money right. and um, all the you know, companies. Some of machine and Julian sending me links and and a joints and Rory sent me a shifter and uh Yukon, you know, Yukon jumped in when they heard about it and, and uh got me some really good deals on um better than dealer pricing on you know all the parts to rebuild my axles and and rebuild my locker and you know and then just Rich and the guys at the shop helping me out too. Um you know this one had to, I had to build this bigger and better than I normally would. So that's why we went for you know with the coil rad flow, you know, shock Jesus, yep. give me the, the, uh, the shocks. That was the big factor in, Hey, we're going, we're going. Yeah. Full four length, you know, with links mm-hmm. and, and there was a lot of him and Han on how to do it and when and where to do it. I'm super with how it turned out. Um, I look forward to getting some of the footage out and sharing it and promoting those, you know, everybody that helped me yeah. um, get those out there. So I, you know, a big thank you to all, all of them. And all the podcast listeners that chipped in on it, um, I couldn't have done it without them. I I would still be building. Um, the last two weeks, today to, today this evening, uh, I kind of got to breathe a little bit. Uh, we just got done hosting my my son's cross country team for their home meet home meet tomorrow night. Uh-huh. Um, it'll be White's last home meet on the cross country team, so we hosted the the uh, team meal tonight. You know, nice. the night before meal. So I just got done with that, and I'm finally getting a chance to just kind of. So, yeah, sit back and kind of let the let the weekend soak in. But, it's a little bit less for you guys because you don't have to let the uh, terrain soak in, you know, so much. But like for the rest of us, we're just still like, what in the world? Um, yeah, you know. So well, and it was it was a marathon for me leading up to it. Yeah, I had other stuff going on. Um, you know the 
I had started the build on the scout and had to stop to get the shop finished so we could close out insurance paperwork from the shop fire. Um, they there were certain things that had to be finished in the shop before they would close it out. Right. Um, and of course, you know, they always hold a little money back, and I you know, I needed the rest of that money to finish the rest of the shop, but I had to finish it to get it. So I had to put the, the scout build on hold for about a month and a half, and then oh. here in the last two weeks, it's been a lot of one a.m., two a.m. Some close buddies, everybody that came to the event got to meet uh, my buddies, Jason Geyer and Court Ghost and Chad Sellers. Those three guys were, I wouldn't have got it done without those guys being here and, and helping. And I had tons of other people that, you know, offered help. And it's one of those deals where I didn't always know what I needed to do. Yeah. Um, those guys were just on standby. They honestly, they, they, they'll tell you they just stood around and drank beer. That's, but what, that's what I heard. They were, you know, <clears throat> they, if, if I needed something, they were there. Um, even, you know, Thursday afternoon, Geyer called me um, just as everybody was getting to the shop. He says, hey, the compressor mounted. Do you get the, that wiring done? Or do I need to come over and, and help get it done? I said, nope, right. got it covered. Um, <laughs> we got- you know, Kyle and uh-huh. and Trevor and uh, Rick and Fred and uh, and DJ all showed up. They were there kind of early and, and they all jumped in and they helped me finish up stuff on mine. They helped Sam, our one of the shop mechanics, get the winch and stuff mounted on his XJ. So even Thursday night, it was a, it was a, a team effort. To, let's get on the trail, and we got out on the trail, and it was it was a, a good time. I had fun. I I didn't get to talk to everybody as probably as much as I wanted to, because when you're hosting an event, you got all the other duties plus trying to trying to be out there wheeling too. But for sure, um, it was good and. Uh, I'm glad I heard it a couple of times and I, I'm glad everybody that's not from Iowa got to learn that Iowa's not flat. Iowa East Iowa is so, not flat. There's something going on weird over there. We haven't figured it out yet, but we're uh, checking with some specialist in the uh, ultra or the extraterrestrial um, <laughs> and, you know, field to see about that area. Cause it's something, something going on over there. Okay. The mud smells different. The wheeling's different. So uh, yeah, we're going to check into that. And I I can tell you, and I know I know a lot of the guys that are within a couple hours distance, you know, want to know, you know, well, you wheel this stuff all the time, and and those two properties we wheel at least twice a year with the local club, yeah, the Tri State Stump Jumpers, um, and they've got we that club's got it's all private grounds, so you got to be a member of the club, and you we only you know we we usually one time in the spring, one time in the fall on each property, so the property has time to grow the grass back, grow you know, yeah, you're not just totally beating it to death. Um, but there's probably six other properties similar to that, that we wheel. Wow. And I've got, <clears throat> I've got some connections to two other properties that are very similar to what we wheeled this weekend. All similar sizes. So there's, there's definitely wheeling in Eastern Iowa. You just hmm. gotta be a member of a club to, to be able to, to get go on. It. Yeah. Mm, I like that. Uh, definitely for the cost of entry into, into the stump jumpers, I'm definitely looking into or thinking about doing it just, uh, primarily for the, uh, winter event that I heard that, uh, happens from time to time. Uh, yep. so, uh, so I'd, I'd like to do some snow wheeling if I could, uh, find some April, April to November, we wheel at least twice a month. And then we try to do one or two snow, snow runs in the winter. Love it. So anybody wants to come over, come on over, join, come as much or as little as you can. Love it. Love it. Love it, man. So good deal. Well, uh, you got any, uh, any last thoughts? Just thank you to everybody that came. Thank you to the guys that, uh, you know, 
bought product. Everybody that you know bought product for entries mm-hmm. um, had a blast. I I hope to get together with everybody and wheel somewhere else or come back to you know when we have a a club run over here, whatever. I, there's not a single person that I wheeled this weekend that I. I'm not looking forward to going wheeling with again. I can say that they, um, I heard a lot of talk of some, some runs next summer. Um, you know, some doing some getting down South. Um, I'd like to get anybody that's willing to really make a drive with me. I'd love to get to South Dakota with a bunch of the uh, people. Cause a good time. Well, you know, when you find a group of, of wheelers, like we had this weekend where if it doesn't matter who's broke or why everybody jumps in to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yep. you, you holler out, I need a screwdriver or I need a hammer. You got three of them coming at you because everybody's right there to help. <laughs> and there was, you know, there's yep. no, Oh, we're waiting on this person. to, to yep. Nope. It's we're good. At it. We're going to get it fixed and we're going to get going. And yeah, it didn't matter if it was and, the smallest uh, rig that was broken or the biggest rig that was broken. It didn't, no. nobody was upset had, about it. We, we had the gamut of all of them. We did from so. you know, XJs on 33s to, uh, 2020 gladiator on 35s. <laughs> 35. I thought it was on 37s. 37s. Right. They were 37s. Yeah, bigger than 35s. Yeah, it was a good time. So. But they, uh, you know, they had done some camp jeeps in that. This was the biggest. They really, they said, oh boy, we really found out what we can do and they yeah. were looking forward and I know they were, they were getting names, numbers of, of other people that were there to, to come to their states and wheel. <laughs> so. It was awesome. It was a good time. To see Jim and Karen in that thing because he was down and she was like, let's do it. And I was like, Holy cow, this thing, it is a showpiece of a vehicle. It looks like, uh, you know, what would be considered a mall crawler. And let me tell you, Jim is unaware. So it was, uh, it was awesome (laughs) to see that thing just bouncing up hills and going through the trees and stuff like that. I was like, Oh boy. He had said that, he had uh, done some Iowa pinstriping, and I didn't realize until I saw it Saturday night. He pinstriping up in Iowa, <laughs> so I think most of it will buff out. I guess, but I don't know. No, I don't know that he's going to bother with it. So right. Yeah. So the you know the only other thing I I definitely want to mention is a big thank you to Jeremy Wilson, A Lug Productions, all the all the uh, video work he's doing, and he's. I don't know how he's going to get through all the footage we've got. I have no idea. I think um, we may, we may end you know, up farming it out uh, to some degree. I think we talked about that a little bit on the way home. In fact, as soon as I get off the phone with you, I'm calling him because he's got a little window between uh, now and dinner to uh, chat. Sure. But, uh, and, but Jeremy and Kyle Meng did some awesome drone work. Yes. Um, And then I know Terry's wife, from, Terry from our shop, mm-hmm. his wife, Kitty did a bunch of videos and it, my wife, Andrea was out there with, with the camera. Um, yes. and she's also, I don't know a lot of people know that, but she's also the social media girl for complete off road. So she, she's doing all, all the posts you see from complete off road featuring the drivers and all that graphic design and that we've turned all that over to her cause she's good at it and rich and I don't have time to do it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> she's definitely good. And thank you so much, Andrea, for doing that, because I know that was a huge part of this. You had a much bigger hand behind the scenes than most people would know, you know, you're talking to a lot of people in here that were in the, in the limelight, so to speak. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, that's good. That's where she likes to be. She likes to keep, keep the, keep the things going in the right direction. Right. And, and she's the mastermind behind a lot of it. There's a lot of stuff that happened that over this last weekend that would have happened without her keeping rich and I on track for it. Right. So <laughs> I definitely want to make sure she, 
she uh, hears it from me when she listens to this because she, she <laughs> listens to the podcast when, they, when we drive to work. Yep. I, thank you, thank you, honey, for uh, everything, everything you did on yep. on getting this event off. I can't wait to see the photos that she took. She was everywhere uh, on that first day. She was everywhere. So, um, and and she. And she was uh, right in the line of fire for Brendan's. Did she get any, did she get any Jeep photos? And, Probably not. I don't know if I she got she any photos moving. or not. So that's, that's <laughs> I don't so, think she did because she said she was hurrying up to get out of the way. Yeah. Like, everybody else told me, because I was in town getting parts for mine at the time. Everybody else said, she was so calm and cool and collected. She just kind of <laughs> casually got out of the way and watched it go by. That's awesome. So she didn't make it sound like that, but that's why everybody else saw it. That's I guess. Everybody, else, so. everybody else thought she was just like, "Oh yeah," she just kind of walked away from the from the scene of the crash. <laughs> <laughs> so, but cool. no, I just thank you to everybody that came. Thank you for all the supporters, and uh, I look forward to getting on the trail with everybody again soon. Right on. Well, I'm gonna give Jeremy a call. Hopefully, he's got a moment, and then looks like Rich is available now. So I'm gonna wrap up the whole podcast with Rich at the end if he still has a moment. So awesome! Right on, Sounds brother. Great. I appreciate you coming on here. Hey, thanks. See you, Chris. See ya. Okay, so let's give Jeremy a call real quick. Hopefully, Jeremy's got just a moment. We're going to talk about a little bit of his uh, experience recording because he was not driving. He was actually uh, recording everything. So see if he's got just a couple, three minutes here to give us. What's up, buddy? What's going on? Recording. Oh, Go ahead. Uh, we're, we are recording the podcast and uh, reaching out to everybody that was kind of there or some of a lot of the people that were there. So we've talked to a handful of people so far. I'm going to talk to you about some of the your experience on the ground on foot, uh, getting video and uh, what you thought of the place. And then uh, I think we're going to wrap up this show with uh, Rich, if he's still available once I get done talking to you. Okay. So okay. Uh, first question is, uh, did you feel like the event was a success? Uh, for sure. Absolutely. Um, it, it, there was a, a few little hiccups, but everything ran for the most part really smoothly. Yeah. Um, and, and every body, I mean, every single person got along. It's so amazing. It, it really is. Cause there was what I, I feel like there was like 16 rigs and two people per rig. So we're looking at probably close to 40 people. Yeah. Something like that. And all in all. Everybody got along. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of people to throw into a mesh and a lot of us knew each other, but there were a handful of people there that were, you know, just other off-roaders. Um, and they just fit right into the mesh. Um, everybody, mm-hmm. everybody fit in perfectly. It was actually wonderful. Um, what did you, what is, uh, maybe your highlight or takeaway from the weekend? Um, my, my takeaway from the weekend, yeah. I think, uh, might be not not try to take so many cameras. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's way try. different than everybody else, but try. yeah. Well, I mean, just trying to. I was there for a different purpose than everybody else, yep, so exactly. just trying to get as much footage as I could, footage as I could, uh-huh. but I can only really be in one place at a time. Yeah. And I could set a camera up and then go film from somewhere else, but it was really difficult for me to try to set two different cameras up in locations and then film from a third. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like next time I'll probably just drop one or two of the GoPros and run one GoPro and cell phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and see how that goes. I didn't realize that you were struggling with that. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, yes and no. And right. Me, me personally, I I don't want to be a hindrance for people. Right. But so most... I really hate like stopping the, the 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 run and be like, hold on, I need to set this up. I know I did it a couple of times, and it was more so just so I could get the drone up in the air. Uh-huh. Um, but or I was like, man, I want to get, and I need to find that video of uh, Audra. Is that right, Audra? Um, yeah. In cab footage of her <laughs> bouncing off of a rock with with uh, Dustin. Oh, you put the camera in, in there. I need to find that because I put it on his cage, like pointed right at her because <laughs> I wanted her reaction the whole time, and she <laughs> let out a nice squeak. Um, so I need to find that video because I think that one's going to be really good. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I guess I, I didn't. I really wasn't paying too close of attention, um, as I had stated earlier in one of the groups uh, that I got. Like, I think I got a total of like three, maybe four pictures of my Jeep, and probably all in all, I got like five videos and twenty five pictures. My phone was in the Jeep most of the time, um, mm-hmm. and uh, if I, you know, if I'd be sitting there watching something, and then I'd be halfway through, it, I'd be like, "Oh, my phone! I should take a picture of this. That would be cool." <laughs> So it's just a lot of there was in the moment. Yeah, there was so many things after the fact. I was like, man, I wish I would have did this. I wish I did that. Mm-hmm. I had a list of things that I wanted to wanted to get. Yeah, and I got majority of them kind of in a roundabout way. Um, <clears throat> but now, now comes the hard part of structure and everything and getting it down, cut way down. Yeah, because I'm going through right now trying to trying to categorize everything like I've, I've got it set up by days but then i've got a drive set out there for people to add to and i gotta take all that information or all those videos and pictures and uh categorize those and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a difficult week or two yeah yeah well take your time like take a little bit of time with it and just kind of be uh methodical about going through it and getting it all organized. I think that's going to really help when you get down to actually cutting it into a video, you'll be able to say, Oh, I want yes. that clip. Where's that at? Oh, it's in this folder here with at this time. And it's this kind of, you know, like uh, if you get it, you know, down by obstacle and stuff like that, it's going to take a lot of time to organize that, but I think it's going to pay in dividends on the backside. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I know there's if not, there's plenty there to get yeah. get uh, stuff from. If not, put it on a hard drive and so. send it send it to somebody else and let them deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a uh, very viable option. You know, and so, even if you put one I, out, it might be cool just to send it to him uh, to send it to elsewhere um, to see what his take is on it. Being that he wasn't there at the event. So, you know, I mean, uh-huh. he might come up with something completely different than uh-huh. you would because he doesn't have a story to tell. So, correct. Yeah. Well, I, what I'm, if I do do that, I've been thinking about that. If I do do that, I'm going to somewhat do a timeline, but I also, I'm going to have a list of how, like, what exactly I want on there. Right. Because we've talked about it before, some ideas of, you know, in preparation and things like that. I want to try to get all that stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I still got to send you all my stuff. I definitely want to. I definitely want to highlight the uh, complete uh, shop. Like yeah. I did do a little walk around of their, of their um, showroom and then a little bit of their, their, uh, the garage. So hopefully, hopefully we can make something work with that. Right. If you I'm really uh, hoping the, the video comes out good, I, I know you're always your own worst critic. So I mm-hmm. feel like 
I'm going to think it's not great. And then everybody else is going to love it. So right. I guess I got to kind of, they just want to see it. Right. I mean, everybody oh, wants it. a kind of experience and that's what, that's what the whole thing is about. It's the complete off-road experience. Um, I don't know if we necessarily got the complete off-road experience, but we, we got tried. some good experiences for sure. <laughs> um, we, we definitely got some good experiences. We got camping, we got fire, we got Jeep, we got crashes, broken parts. I mean, I don't know what else you want exactly, but uh, water, rocks, uh, dirt, was, cow shit. It was pretty, it was pretty uh, I, I, yeah. I do wish somebody got a video of Chris, though. Of Chris? Yeah. Doing what? You have to. He didn't tell you the story. Huh? Yeah. Chris sat down in a little cow pie. Oh, yeah. Nobody nobody got a video of that that I know of. No, I don't even no, think anybody I, got any video of him I, dragging his ass across the ground like a dog that needed his glands expressed. That's <laughs> what I wanted video of. I was standing right there. My phone was in the Jeep. Uh, I turned around like, <laughs> what in the hell are you that's doing? That's what I was after. I sat in a cow pie when I was trying to check my steering on my, on the, on the scout cracking up. Uh-huh. That was funny. That uh-huh. was really funny. Uh, you probably didn't want anybody knowing that, but yeah, we're going to expose it. <laughs> <laughs> so right on brother. Well, but no, um, um so to, I'm going to, to all the people that were there at the thing, mm-hmm. if, you have not received a drive invite from me, like a Google drive invite for me, message me on messenger and let me know. I'll get you added and you can have access to what everybody else has put out. I can't put what I've got on there because it's way too much and it won't fit, but all the cell phone footage from everybody else will be there. And if they want to uh, add to it, absolutely. If they want to grab any of it and use it for what they want to use it for, they have that opportunity as well. Right on. Yeah, I can't wait to see uh, a lot of what uh, Kitty got because I feel like she was nonstop oh, with her man. phone on every obstacle. So I know she, I feel like she got a lot of footage as well. I'm not sure which orientation she was recording in, um, but. Uh, uh, I'm going to have to hire her for next year because she was all over the hill. (laughs) Yes, she was everywhere. It was wonderful. Um, So hopefully she got a lot of pictures and stuff like that. Like I said, I took nothing on mine. So did this whole event and have zero show for it. So that really sucks. Um, From from a, that just right. But from a sharing standpoint, you know, you want to use that. That event was to be somewhat of a, um, of a social media, like um, what do you call that? Even. Uh, it was to get content promotion. Yeah. Promotion. Yeah. It was to, yeah. to promote everything, you know? And so not getting much, any of anything is like, Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> but yeah, the weekend was such a blast well, that you didn't have time to, I didn't have time to think about it. And that was a decompression weekend for me. For sure. And it, everybody needed it. And for me, it was too. Yeah. Like my phone, I come out of this weekend with like 75 emails and so many notifications <laughs> that I just ignored all weekend long. Um, and I used my phone to take video and pictures. That was it. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a nice decompression for sure on that. And I, I, I'm gonna have to hire Kitty for next year. Well, I, I bet she'd do it. She probably would. It would be good. Um, it, and also, give her a GoPro and just have her set yeah. it up places. 
So you have access to that Google Drive as well. So yes, yes. you have plenty of content that you can go grab for your I was your channels. roaming around in there earlier, kind of checking out what's been dropped already. And uh I look forward mm-hmm. to seeing what else gets put in there. I need so, those guys. I need everybody to hurry up. So they're listening to it tomorrow morning or Wednesday. Yep. They need to hurry up. <laughs> Hopefully tomorrow morning should be. So this will be the main and then uh the campfire uh discussion super 30 talk um is that gonna is be probably a good idea i heard that it got i wasn't there the whole time so uh, it'll be interesting to see i'll cut that up or whatever i may just throw it directly into uh into <laughs> there and just let her rip man i don't we'll see we'll see but um yeah it, it seemed like it was gonna be good okay. I, I was enjoying listening to it being recorded as everybody kind of walked up to uh kyle uh, you know, as he was standing there. Mm-hmm. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun. If you guys want to hear that, make sure you so go next, be a patron. It's my plug. Yeah. And, and next year it's, the, I'm sure Chris already mentioned it, but um, it, it's, it's going, it's a go for next year. Yeah. This is going to happen again. So something's going to happen. If you're again. wanting to participate. Yeah. If you're going to want if you want to participate, there's still going to be probably the same, same ways, you know, buy a swag pack through TOP. Mm-hmm. You'll spend the money through complete. Um, I don't remember if crawler had um, a ticket. Like if you was to buy things from them, if, if no, they did anything like that, they didn't this year, but maybe next year they might do something like that. I'm not sure. Um, I, I think that would be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Throw that in the mix. You know, that way it's fair across the board, mm-hmm. so to speak. I think they were just mm-hmm. given an extra entry to, to invite, um, which worked out well. And, uh, so yeah, that was a uh, it was a lot of fun, and I look forward to whatever we cook up next year. I for sure, for mm-hmm. sure, and I wish you could. Uh, I wish you could go out on the fifteenth of this month because I'm. <sighs> uh, you suck. I'm. I'm. I'm, a, I'm looking forward to seeing if Brendan gets that uh, <laughs> gets the old hag well, back together. All I gotta say is you're gonna have to listen to the podcast. Oh yes, sir. Uh huh. Because we talked to him earlier, and he <sighs> gave us some insight. So good deal. Good yep. deal. Well, I hope, uh, I hope it is what I, what I want it to be. So, right. Is there uh is there anything you would have changed about the weekend? Uh, stru- just maybe a little more structure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it wasn't necessarily to the organizers. Yeah. Because, the the way it was set up, right? We met at like an open house. We met at the shop on Thursday. Right. That went great. It did. Dinner went great. Perfect. I mean, we got there on time. Uh-huh. Service was like we didn't wait forever, so that was great. No, they sat us right. Dinner down. Friday night. Yeah, mm-hmm. dinner Friday night. Dinner Saturday night. Everything went to plan. But when it comes to uh, organization, as far as me going and you go and and some because i think all of us smaller guys had things that we wanted to do and we were kind of obligated to do right that we just got caught up in the moment and completely forgot it so yeah that's that was a a lot of it i hate to say it but a little less fun and a little a little bit more business <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you know I think I mean? you're right about that. It was hard. It was a. Uh, it was hard because it was just. It was. It was a lot of fun. It was very relaxed. Yep. Everybody got along so well mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it was just hanging out. 
it was hanging out. It was living in the moment, you know, and, uh, uh-huh. yeah, I didn't have any kind of, uh, I thought about this uh, midday Saturday is like, you know what? I should have set a bunch of alarms um, on my phone or, you know, on several people's phones who are doing things. And we could have set alarms uh-huh. like uh, for certain shots that we wanted to get, like a, uh, yep. a cinematic drone shot in the morning. As soon as we got up, like right as the sun was starting to crest, a cinematic drone shot of the entire camp would have been killer. I don't know if anybody got that. Um, I got, so I got, uh, I got a sunrise shot. That was, yeah, it. That, I didn't but, get, that's going to be good. That's going to be good in there. Man got a, um, sunset cinematic drone, couple drone shots. So that should, uh, that should make it to the video. I would yeah. like to think. Yeah. Yeah. There was some so, really pretty footage. He was, Brendan and I went back and tracked his, uh, his scene of the accident and, uh, a projected path if he were just to go straight down that hill without turning or anything like that mm-hmm. if, if uh dustin's truck hadn't been there and uh mm-hmm. we were just kind of cruising across the pasture there heading down towards the pond and i didn't realize but kyle was just following us and that shot is awesome looking yeah so I'm, I, I have all of his drone footage so i'll throw all that on that drive so everybody can see it right. there is some some pretty spectacular shots on there. Sweet. Well, I am going to call Rich right after the phone with you. Um, looks like he is now available. So do you have any Good. last words that you'd like to, anything um, that you'd like to add? Uh, just check everybody out. Complete off-road crawler, uh, crawler off-road. I wanted to say something else. <laughs> crawler off-road. Yep. Um, look me up on YouTube and yes. And mainly just YouTube, eight lug productions. I gotta, I gotta shout yeah, that make out. Make sure you, uh-huh. yeah, make sure you subscribe. So you, you see the couple videos from this event coming out. And I'd like to say the two or three videos within the next month. Um, I like it. I'm gonna shoot for a, having them done within the next four weeks or so. That's a killer timeline <laughs> given the amount of content. Yeah, so I, I think it's very doable. I think it's very doable. Right on brother. Uh, yes. If you right, don't, well, I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming on here and giving me time. Oh yeah. So yeah. I'll let you get back to Make the family. Sure let know, let, yeah. Let rich know. Uh, we had a great time and look forward to doing it again. I will certainly do that. All right, man. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good night. You too. Later. Bye. Uh, I want to add to that. If you don't just stop the podcast right now, as soon as I get done telling you what you're going to do, what, what you should do here. If you don't already follow or uh, are not subscribed to eight lug productions on YouTube, please, please, please uh, go over there, subscribe to his channel. Uh, I think over the weekend we were talking about, it, he's like less than 40 people away from a thousand. I am certain that you don't all subscribe. Um, if you do, I'm sure he appreciates it. I appreciate it. He has shot a ton of videos of us out at the Badlands when we went down to Bedford and all of that stuff. And uh, it really does come out excellent uh, content. I love watching it. I don't know if it's just because like it's people I know that I get to see them wheeling or if it's just because I like the the uh, way he puts it together or whatever. You know, I just feel like it's it's not your fast paced like bouncer stuff, but it is trail wheeling and and watching other people run obstacles and stuff like that. Um, he does, he does an excellent job. I like it a lot, uh, but go check it out. Eight lug productions on the number eight lug, 
uh, productions on YouTube and give him a, a subscription and get him to a thousand so that he can start to recoup a little bit of, uh, of money on that. And that will help him to be able to advance with more tooling and cameras and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, let's help him out as a, as a group here and get him up over 1000 subscribers on YouTube. Um, let's call rich. So I'm going to call him right now and hopefully he's available to talk and the audio's good. Let's see here. Hopefully he's, uh, sorted out his, all right, here we go. Hello, Steve. Hello, sir. We have saved the best for last now. <laughs> also, who are you calling after me? <laughs> yeah, you're funny. Uh, actually, I called you first. I called the shop first uh, to see if anybody would answer. And then uh, I called back after I talked, I think, Brendan. And that's when you answered and you were extremely busy. Um, uh-huh. And then, uh, yeah, so now we've called a bunch of people. We've talked to uh, Chris and Jeremy and Kyle and Brendan. Rick, um, DJ, only person we haven't talked to is Speakeasy, but uh, well, he's been on here, so we're not worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to let you know ahead of time here, everybody I've talked to so far had an absolute blast, and um, we we're all so grateful to your hospitality. Uh, letting us come out there and stay on the property and wheel on the property and all the amenities, especially the shop. Um, it was, it was awesome. So good. I'm glad everybody had a good time. It's oh. yeah. Everybody had an awesome time. I hope you had a good time. I had a good time and I talked to my wife and she said, we can do it again if we want. Amazing. So, <laughs> there you go. Biggest hurdle out of the way. Well, we got clearance. Um, <laughs> do you feel like the event was a success uh, for your expectations? Yes. Excellent. Yes, I do. Yeah, I feel like yeah. it was a, had it was a excellent time. Had a, a real, real good group of guys. You know, sometimes you get somebody that's a whiner or somebody that's trying to show off all the time. Yeah. Or now there was none of know, that showing somebody up, and we didn't have any of that this week. It was, it was just yeah, you know, point and go, and everybody's like, okay, yeah, let's do Everybody's it. Everybody's on board. We'll try it. it was oh. uh, it was good. That's for sure. Um, it was probably one of the more enjoyable wheeling events that. I've participated in really actually. It was super laid yeah. back. Uh, I think that was maybe yeah. that was a good thing and a bad thing uh, on the content side. That was a bad thing because everybody was so chill and so relaxed that nobody was filming anything. <laughs> 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 I think that was all a retreat weekend for a lot of us, uh, especially as business owners. It seemed like we all just went on it autopilot. Was. And, uh, yep. and you know, the, the whole wheeling on Friday really messes up the stuff you got to do on Monday. Just wonder- FYI. Oh, does it? Yeah. My Monday yeah. was interesting. The job that I had scheduled did not show up, which was the entire week. Um, and you know what? Some days when that happens, you go, yeah, baby. <laughs> I was okay with that. I finished out a job from Friday, uh, touched it up. Yep. The customer came, picked it up and I went on to a shop day of trying to organize some things that needed to be done that we just haven't had a chance to take a breather for yep. one day to do. So it's and, actually good. And you, and you don't want to take, you don't want to take, um, time and, you know, leave the schedule open saying, okay, I'm going to clean. I know. Today. Yeah. 
Yep. You know, you just can't do that. It's like, ah, uh, there's no money coming in today. Yeah, I know. This, does, yep. this doesn't work this way. That's exactly you know, when how somebody I feel. doesn't when somebody <laughs> doesn't show up, it's like, you know, somebody just threw an extra day in your week for you. Right. You know, okay, we'll deal with that later when they do come. But uh-huh. you know, for now we can get all this other stuff done and all these little straggler projects that are sitting around just waiting for time on hoist. That's and, exactly right. That's that's how well, we uh, that's how I did today. I went and washed that uh, weird Iowa, stinky Iowa mud off my Jeep. Um, <laughs> oh, mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's green and fibrous, which is nice. Pasture, so. pasture mud's uh, different. <laughs> it hits different. Um, and uh, I got it washed off and took it for a drive. I didn't go real fast or anything, about 40, and I didn't hear any whining. Um, that's good. <laughs> so. Oh, that's all good. You yeah. know, it, was, it, was nice that the, it was nice that the transfer case stayed together all weekend. Yeah, so. I really wasn't worried about it coming apart too much but like i said at the high speed i think we just dried out a bearing but after you put two extra quarts of, of fluid in it i don't think that's an option anymore <laughs> <laughs> everything stays lubricated well it wants to or not. that's right um so. but uh did you have any highlights what was your biggest like highlight or favorite part of the, tr- the weekend or anything like that you know just uh, it, we talked about a little bit uh the other night at the fire it was just having the time to sit back and chill you know, and talk to everybody and get to meet everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes when you get into a group like that, you get little clicks and, you know, some people will be off doing this and other people off doing that. And you never really get a chance to meet with everybody and get everybody kind of on the same page. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, so it was nice. It was kind of nice that it was getting dark earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're not out, you know, still beating the rigs at 930 at night. Right. And get back and have some dinner and, and, you know, fire up the campfire and sit around and just chill for a couple hours and, and BS and get to meet everybody. We had him. So that was, yeah. that was really, really nice. We had ambitions um, for a night trip, but, uh, just never could get yeah, that to happen. You know, <laughs> that, it, that never, ha- it never happens. Once somebody comes back and you, you know, you have a seat in the chair, yeah. you get a little food in your belly. It's like, you know what? Maybe tomorrow night. That's we'll do it. it. Maybe tomorrow night. And it just, and it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's pretty oh. much how it goes sometimes. It was good though. It was, the weather was right. Uh, especially Saturday night. The weather it was, was perfect. Yep. Yeah, it was still warm enough that you could be in a t-shirt or a hoodie and you weren't kind of getting chilly. Um, the first night, the Thursday night was a little chilly. But uh, yeah, that was, I think it was low 30s that night. Yeah, I got a little chilly that night, but uh, still, it was a fantastic weather. Kept everybody shaking after the drive up the hill. You know, I think that was what it was. Oh. It wasn't that it was cold. Everybody <laughs> was just shaking from the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the driveway is something else, especially when you first see it at night. You have no idea what to expect around the next corner. You see a grade that steep, and exactly. you're like, is that the top or is that just another, like, another plateau. Oh no. Oh no. You haven't, you have another corner in each corner. It's a little steeper. (laughs) It wasn't bad until you take the, until you get to the last corner to go into the house. That's what the one that was like, Oh, okay. We do need four wheel drive. Right. Um, and and now you're at a nine, you're, you're at a nine and a quarter percent grade on gravel going really, really slow with a heavy trailer behind you. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yep. Nine, nine and a quarter right there. Steep. Yeah. It was steep steep gravel rolly driveway. Yeah, with forty foot uh, trailers and rigs on them, <laughs> yep. and campers and campers and on campers. the trailers with the rigs. And <laughs> I think that was the biggest thing. The guys that had campers on them, they were just so big, and you know they had both just put those campers on there, so they weren't super familiar with the the width at the height. Um, yep. And so they were trying to avoid trees, and they, were, and they are top heavy up there like that. I was I was watching them, you know, just drive around. With they bottom around a little bit, do they? Yeah, I'll be darned. Yeah. I didn't think they'd be too bad, but you uh-huh. might be right. 
Um, well, you know, you're, you're putting all that. It's up pretty high. Yeah, especially you know, when you get, the rigs, you get the rigs put on there, too. You get 10,000 well, pounds of rigs. You're balancing it all. You're balancing it all right on that, that single hitch in the center. Uh-huh. Yep. You know, when you when you put it in the bed of a truck, you know, you got the springs outboard, and that kind of keeps some of that rocking yeah. down. I bet if there were fifth wheels, it would have so been a little bit better. So you're putting up front, and you're twisting. Yeah. So. Um. But no, they, they were nice. It was a nice setup. It was. Little, little mini hammer town up there for the weekend. <laughs> That's almost exactly what it was. Everybody had generators, you know. <laughs> Had their quiet generators running and stuff like that. We had lights and we had, um, you know, campers and food. And if you needed it, we pretty much had it. It was actually fantastic. Yep. Um, yep. It was it was a very good time. Yeah, I had a I had an awesome time. Uh, sounds like uh, maybe we might be trying to plan something for next year. I am I am a hundred percent game. You think we're gonna you know, whether we yeah. whether we come back out and we do my place in another place? Uh-huh. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Um, you know, if we want to head somewhere and, you know, hit somebody else's private land or a park or, or whatever, yep. I'm, I'm open to all options at this point. It sure was, a, it sure was a good time. Communication going and figure out what we want to do and, and then how in the heck we're going to promote it and we'll go from there. Right on. I love it. Um, well, everybody wanted to thank you. I don't know if I said that already or not, but everybody wanted to thank you mm-hmm. for your hospitality. Yeah, there's been, there's been a lot of, um, you know, good support just coming back, you know, with, with Facebook posts that people have been sending back to me, which has been really nice. We're going to, uh, you know, it, it's, it's fun to do stuff like that and it's fun to enjoy it, but it's fun to know that other people enjoyed it also. Right. You know, everybody and, had a good time. Appreciated what it was. Yeah. Yep. You know, sometimes you get done with, you get done with something like that. It's like, well, that was fun, but you know, and I'm, and just, I'm not getting that vibe from anybody, which is pretty dang awesome. You know, for a first <laughs> yeah. Year yeah. I haven't talked to anybody so. yet that wasn't like boss, like thrilled <laughs> a lot of us out of staters, uh, that had no idea. Yeah, flatlanders. Yeah, flatlanders. Flat yeah, that yep. showed up. Well, I mean, yep. you know, even the Michigan guys who aren't flatlanders, um, yeah, we showed up over there and we're like, "What in the world?" Uh, no, <laughs> where, was where'd the not... Iowa Hills come from? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on, something's going on here. Uh, so uh, we were all definitely, you know, there's there's a reason they put the ski door, the ski resort right next door. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. Uh, when we, I think when all, all of us hit the bottom of the first hill, cause when we're up on the, where camp was at, which is where you're like, basically your front yard, um, mm-hmm. you can't really see anything. And so you no, don't, you got no, the tree line you, and then, and then the hill disappears. You wake yeah. up the next morning, you're like, Oh, this is beautiful right here. Wow. Look at all this. And there's trees all the way around and you're we're sitting on kind of a crown and then it drops off like what? 30, 40 feet on either side down to the tree line. Oh, it's, it's more than that. Is it yeah. more than that? Good grief. That's why it's so yeah. hard to walk back you, up. It, you know, <laughs> you hit the trees and your bumper goes down. And you're like, where the hell did the ground go? And you just kind of keep going down. And uh, so. yeah, we got to the bottom of that first hill and all of us kind of stopped there and looked around. I was like, holy cow. We had no <laughs> idea that, you know, you're sitting 300 feet above, uh, you know, the lower, what the road basically. Um, and just looking well, out I over the rolling this hills. Way, Steve, so that, so that that uh, first trail you went down, mm-hmm. you know, when you got down to the bottom and you popped out, that was the base of the last incline for the driveway. Right. You know, so you already came up all the driveway to that point. Right. Yeah. We so. were flying Kyle's, uh, his um, drone uh, down there in the pasture when we were doing stuff uh, up just up from the pond. And he had mm-hmm. it sitting about, I think it was like 40 feet above the ground. And then he just flew straight out towards the road. Um. And he's like, it now says the elevation's 300 feet. And I was like, holy cow. Like, you just don't realize how much that draw, like, you can see it, but it just doesn't, you know, you don't have a, yep. a tape measure, you know, and you're yep. like, yeah, that's 250 feet lower than where we're standing right now. I was like, good 
grief. And we're a hundred feet below where Rich's house is at. Um, yeah. it's fantastic. It was beautiful. Um, I definitely did not expect that at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I had a, I had a blast. I look forward to getting back out there to wheel, um, on that property again sometime and seeing some yeah. of the stuff that we didn't get to see, like the, what was it? The North, um, the North Ravine, we didn't North hit Ravine, any of yeah. that. Um, you know, we didn't hit, you know, we started coming up by the creek and then everybody, you know, their bellies were telling it was time for lunch and stuff. Yeah, we blew a tire. So we, we really, yeah, well, well, yeah, that. <laughs> um, so we, we were probably only about two thirds of the way up there, you know, and there's some hill climb, hill climbs and some pretty good off camber stuff up in there. Oh, and really? You go up the hill and there's, you know, um, a couple of really fun trails that we didn't get to Dang. up there too also. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of where I want the direction I wanted to head for the night run before everybody decided they didn't want to do it. Oh, yeah, run. that'd have been that'd have been sweet. Yeah, well, you know, you can't do it all. You gotta take a little take a little downtime. You know, and all of us were so wore out. It's funny. You yeah. get out there and run for six, eight hours on trail, kind of bumming around and stuff, and like everybody's just like, Okay, well, I'm good. I'm ready to get a shower and just chill for the rest of the night. Um yep. So I was okay with that. It was fine. It, it's hard. It's hard to believe how tired you get just driving around. <laughs> you know, I'm not my day. No, but then you think of it, it's yeah. like, okay, you drive around, you get out, you climb the hill four or five times uh-huh. and you help people and you get back in, you drive up and you hop out and you climb down the hill. And, yeah. And you have, oh. you have a little bit of indri- adrenaline running all day, uh, you know, stuff like yep. that. And, and, uh, and if you don't, you're not trying hard enough. Yeah. You're definitely not trying hard enough. That's no. for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a, it was an amazing time. And uh, yeah, I just want to see, Want to get everybody on the phone and kind of talk to them and see what they thought about the weekend. And, and so far it's been a really good podcast. In fact, we're coming up on two hours. Uh, so oh, wow. oopsie. Um, <laughs> my wife's gonna be like, I That's thought right. you were you know, coming home. Stuff to talk about there's stuff to talk about. There, so. Yeah. When you get a chance to call a lot of people and talk to them. So nope. sorry that we didn't get to talk to everybody. Um, but as you can see, we were already pretty long into it. And then there's a bunch of people that, we're at the event that we didn't get to call on the main here, but they're also, they also got to uh, talk to Kyle on the, what's going to be the Patreon now. So, okay, cool. yeah. So you'll have to get Chris to pull that up in the shop. So you guys can listen to that. The campfire, yeah. the campfire talks, but uh, okay. right on. Is there anything, we can do that. anything you want to add before we uh, shut this thing down? Not really. I'm just really glad we, we did it. And you know, decided to actually go through with it and pull it together and it went awesome. And everybody from behind the scenes that was helping, you know, everybody's wife's, you know, brothers and neighbors and everybody that was pitching in and helping. It's just a phenomenal, phenomenal group of people that we have in the off-road community. And without them, you know, this kind of stuff wouldn't happen. So, you know, without, without pointing names at everybody, if you had anything to do with it, you kind of know who you are and we thank all, we thank you very, very much. It definitely the help of everyone made it all come together and it actually was just very almost seamless. He just didn't even know that it was an event. It was like, Oh yeah, just 35 people showed up to go wheeling one day. (laughs) And and everything that needed to happen just happened. Yep. So it was, it was awesome. Good deal. Well, I'm going to hop off here and have a great night. I will do so. I appreciate it. All right. Talk to you later, man. Thanks Rich. We'll see you. All right. See you. Bye. All righty. That's a wrap people. Make sure you go check out completeoffroad.com If you need any parts for your rig, make sure you go check out crawleroffroad.com. Uh, if you need any kind of recovery gear, they got, um, 
soft shackles, the the ten foot tree saver soft shackle, the uh, winch lines, the kinetic ropes, uh, tree save tradition. I think they have traditional tree savers still. Um, the snatch ring, they like all kinds of stuff. So go check out their website, and uh, if you need any kind of recovery stuff, see what they got. Always have good deals on those, and um. Yeah, thanks to Eight Lug Productions for coming out and not wheeling his rig all weekend, but actually taking that opportunity to film instead. Um, everybody that was behind the scenes that put this thing together, like Rich said, it just means a lot uh, to see all this come together. It was really cool, and I look forward to seeing some of the footage from it because if you go to YouTube and you watch it, you're going to be like, no, you guys are not in Iowa. I don't know where you're at, but that ain't it. Uh, it's absolutely breathtaking, uh, out there in those, the, they, they are mountain. Apparently they are mountains. There's seven named mountains in East Dubuque. I looked or in, uh, would be West Dubuque, uh, County. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's seven of them out there. There are actual mountains in Iowa. Who knew? Thanks for, uh, checking out this episode. I think this is going to be episode one, uh, one forty six. So, uh, Appreciate y'all listening. Uh, make sure you give this to share to your friends and uh, groups on Facebook. If you didn't spam it last week, make sure you spam it this week. One last thing before you go. I believe tomorrow we're packing all the swag packs up and getting them shipped out. So those should be in the mail. I'll give you an update next week on the podcast. Um, so thanks, everybody. Uh, and as always, I'll catch you on the trail. Pacergram fitness test is a multi-stage aerobic now. Is it clipping? Is it clipping a red? If it's clipping, you want to turn it down. You want to turn it down. Top of the now. Duck, duck, Ming. Beep, 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 beep. What's going on? Trevor, you all right? I slid down into the tree on the right side of the top of the hill, and uh, Dustin's winching me off of it. 10-4. Sounds good. So, Jeremy, if you're not over here, maybe it'll be a good video. He's currently switching out camera mounts. Gotcha.